Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, you are correct. It is Matt Mosley, and we are uh, proud to get going on this beautiful Wednesday. I didn't think we could top yesterday, but it feels pretty nice. Feels pretty nice. Maybe a little muggier, maybe a little more pollen in the air. And uh, But it's another night where um, at Aaron Sexton, because of the lack of baseball games on a Wednesday night, and I can't think of anything else that they might be holding. Uh-oh. Aaron, I know I, I forgot for a second about Rangers games. I was hoping you could get a nice long walk-in tonight. I am off, I and know. I will be walking. <laughs> mm, mm, good, good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. I was um, – sometimes you can get, especially if they get off to a bad start, you can get a little disconnected from the Rangers early in the season, and I try to reconnect. And I like to I like to keep up with the Rangers and see what's going on. Aaron, I don't think I'm alone in that. Uh, I was seeing something about the – one night the crowd for an Astros game was like 17,000-something. I think the I think the place holds about forty three. Let's call it, or somewhere around there, forty to forty three. And the next night, it set a new record for an Astros series, a new record low of sixteen thousand, uh, like five hundred fans for a Rangers Astros game. Aaron, uh, I uh, I don't I don't know what to say. I mean, they got this gorgeous ballpark. The weather's unbelievable. You can leave the top down. You know, you can leave the place open because the weather hasn't gotten so hot yet. And to me, going out to a spring, you know, Astros Rangers. Now, I say that, and, you know, I'm not exactly blazing the path out there each night to get out there. For many years, I kind of had to because it was my job to be out there covering those Rangers for a lot of those games. But I'm not really making the drive a whole lot. Aaron, what do we what do we attribute this to? Can we just say, well, kids have games, kids are still in school. Once school ends at the end of May, be able to get everybody out there to the ballpark. Or is there something else at work? I would just say when you spend a half a billion dollars in the offseason on a couple of key players, shortstop and second base, um, you probably expect to get more than sixteen or 17000 out to the ballpark. Aaron, is there just too much going on? The Mavs, the NBA playoffs, kids games, high school stuff. I mean, what, what's the issue here? With a with a team that um, has a gorgeous new ballpark, and and has a lot of money invested in it, what is going on? I think it's a little bit of all that plus the terrible start that they got off to. Now they've actually won, you know, 
a few games since then. I think they're six and ten on the year, which isn't great, but they started two and nine. So um, I think you know when people saw that bad start, even with all the money they spent, they were thinking, "Here we yeah. go again." After you know a couple of hundred lost seasons, people were kind of, I think, waiting to see them be better before they spend I money. Think- I think a lot of it is people, especially in our part of the world, Aaron, it's just like we'd rather just listen to the games on the affiliate ESPN Central Texas. Don't you think that's a big part of it? We just like this. We want to hear Eric and Matt do their thing. And uh, Matt Hicks, of course, I'm talking about, not myself. Uh, Eric Nadell. And uh, maybe that has something to do with it, Aaron. They just, uh, they're just they just not beating the path. But maybe when the kids get out of school, that's when people can make trips that are outside of the Metroplex and get in there and see the team. So we shall see about all of that. Incarnate Word comes into Waco. Incarnate Word, Aaron, let's try to figure out where Incarnate Word might be from. San Antonio, does that sound right? Maybe a San Antonio-based school. Can you confirm that? It is San Antonio. Okay, yes. good, good. And they came into the uh, came in, uh, you know, and and as it's a, everything is important right now. It doesn't matter. Oh man, they're only playing Incarnate Word. Well, they get down seven to two in that game, and fight back, and win it eight seven. Pineda with the big bases clearing double uh, in the bottom of the eighth, I believe it was. So good on you. Good on you, Baylor Bear Baseball. I mean, it's been a lot of negative stuff here recently. You go to Austin, you get your head handed to you. And then uh, you come back, you get down to Incarnate Word. It's easy to hang your head. head. And they, uh, they, they, they fought back and they won a game. Now, Texas Tech coming into town this weekend. John Morris has been doing a lot of these fun interviews. 2012 team being uh, honored. Our own Tom Barfield was a part of that. Our own Lark. Um, they, they were Lark Smith. They were all a part of that thing because they were doing the radio back in the day. And so the uh, – and there's some kind of beaver story. Like the beaver would, you know, come out of the Brazos, and then suddenly that became like a huge thing and mascot for that team 2012. So we're having some fun. And we're thinking about really good times – thinking about a team that won about 49 games that year and going to honor them. And I'll tell you, a good way to honor them would be winning a series against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Steve and the gang went out to Lubbock last year, good Tech team, and they found a way to win it. Okay, here we go. It is time for something we like to call bank shots. And that's when we talk to uh, members of uh, Central National Bank, and we have one of the top executives, really the top executive from Central National Bank, Joe Nesbitt, joining us now. Uh, and Joe, uh, I understand Brian Fonville is out. Let's call it assignment. He is on assignment this week. And so it's uh, we, we have the pleasure of talking with you, Joe. How is the bank? I mean, is everything going okay with Brian out of town? Is it, are, are, are you been able to open up all the accounts and... Has everything run pretty smoothly with uh, with Brian on some kind of vacation slash assignment? Yeah, I mean, you know, what's odd about it, man, is you always kind of wonder if the wheels are going to fall off. It's actually going a lot smoother. So uh, 
I mean, we missed it. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. We, we, did, we missed Brian, but uh, things are just fine. He sent me a picture a minute ago. Uh, he, it was he and his family, and they were on a canoeing trip. So he's, he's loving life right now. That sounds like the two of you, uh, that, uh, the uh, canoe, the Mosley's, uh, you'll never see a, like a picture from me in a canoe. I try not to send you a lot of <laughs> selfies anyway, but you can promise I'll not be canoeing. I think since I was a camper at Sky Ranch and, and Camp Longhorn back in the day, I have retired my canoeing. As a counselor at Camp Ozark, may have had to do a little canoeing. It went very wrong when I did, and so uh, so I've kind of put that behind me. Now, Joe, I understand you had an interesting weekend trip that included some kind of adventure, um, and I I mean, I know you're a, a guy that's pretty seems to be pretty in shape, but now what is this about you going out to West Texas to take part in some kind of uh, running event? What, what was that uh, over the weekend? Yeah, we uh, and a couple of buddies went out to um... – Caprock Canyon State Park. I don't know if you've ever been there, but you, you got to be going there to get there. That's the only, I mean, it's like near Turkey, Texas. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's beautiful, though. So it's on the Caprock. It's a canyon on the Caprock, just like it says. And I did a little 15-mile, um, it was a 25K run. Some people, though, so that's not that impressive. I know a lot of people probably listening to this run 15 and a half miles just to, just cause, but there were people there doing a hundred K, you know, 65 mile trail run. Part of it was climbing. Uh, it was really challenging, but beautiful. Very, very pretty park. I highly recommend if you've got a spare like weekend, three, four days, it takes a day to get there, but it was a good time, man. It was really, really fun. Yeah. There's so many things I could think that you could do with your friends, Joe, that would not require that kind of effort, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it. I'm getting old, for though, you. Matt. I gotta stay. I gotta stay healthy somehow, and that's really uh, pushing it a little bit. It's the only way I can do it. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's kind of that uh, extreme sports we like to call them. And uh, glad to see you out there, at Cap Rock, doing your thing. And that's a, a beautiful part of Texas. Um, one more question for you, uh, from a, uh, a banking perspective, you know, how much I love Twitter and occasionally I see you or your brother, you know, retweet or, or like something I've said. I, I found this fascinating that Elon Musk, people are aware of him. He's the guy that goes to space and, you know, Tesla and just, you know, multi, multi billionaire. There was some thought he, he made an attempt to buy Twitter, and people thought, just kind of laughed it off, like this isn't going to happen. And it, almost kind of like a bear hug or a, or a hostile takeover, he he made an offer, and he wants to take it private, and lo and behold, he got it. Elon Musk now has Twitter. I you got to watch the markets and see, you know, all these kinds of things. Joe, I'm just sort of curious, do you, do you see Elon Musk doing this, changing my favorite form of social media at all? And, and, and do you think the fact that Elon Musk owns it now, do you think he'll figure out a way to, to, to make it like a bigger deal? I think he bought it for $43 billion. Um, explain just a little bit for our people and me, uh, 
like what this means and and how you even go about doing something like this because it it seems like the board of directors just said okay if you're gonna make this big of an offer you can have it yeah man you put me kind of a little bit on the spot i don't think i can explain it i i certainly think that people are scratching their heads kind of why mm-hmm. would somebody why would somebody do that? I mean, what is the end game? Twitter's a big deal. Uh, but as far as the effect it will have on Twitter, Twitter's entertainment. It's not, unfortunately, some people go there to get their news and they, they think that the check mark means that that's more, uh, you know, more actual information without verifying it than, than anything else. You know, so I think Musk, I, I think I read somewhere, he's wanting to take it over so he can it can be absolute free speech which which means that you can say anything and it you know it doesn't it you can put a prank call out there you know you can make up anything and and put it out there and that's okay and good i mean if that's the way he wants to go with it then that's uh, that's good mm-hmm. just people need to to keep that in mind so I think right, he's well, just got so much money. He wants to have fun with it and tinker with it. And then, I mean, as long as we all know that it doesn't matter if Elon Musk owns it or Kermit the Frog, it's it's just entertainment. And if you really yeah. want information, you got to verify it. Almost sounds like you're advocating taking the Mosley check mark away from me. And I'm very, uh, I'm I, I, the blue check mark. <laughs> That really gives me so I, I, much authority in life. I promise you, I said that because of you, man. I thought about your blue check mark, and I was like, because I don't have one. And see, when you don't have it, you're I'm yeah. jealous. So I'd, you're... But hey, I will say this. I, I, I did put a little thought, in, and I know we got very limited time here, but I put a little thought into when I, when I heard that about Elon Musk and the absolute free speech. Banking is getting – people are getting hammered right now by – um, you know, fraud on their computer, nor yeah. antivirus right now. I just, I just think anyone who has a computer, which hopefully is everybody, you know, if you're getting information, Norton antivirus is getting hammered right now. If the, people are getting notifications that their Norton antivirus is expired and called. It's it happened numbers. to me. It's hap- It's totally happened okay. to me lately. Yeah. <laughs> That is very, very hot right now, and I would just suggest to anybody listening to this, if you get a notification or a phone call from Norton Antivirus, it, hang up, delete the email, go to Norton Antivirus on to their website and find a phone number. If you're calling anybody, don't, don't let a pop-up ad tell you who to call. Don't let an email don't go to a phone number. Don't don't use a phone number in an email from somebody that you do not know. If you don't know the phone number, go find it, you know, in a published place, not not in an email. It's a serious problem, man. It, it, it's not just affecting the elderly, which unfortunately I'm probably in that group now. Stop. Um, this is affecting a lot of people. There, there. It's catching a lot of people in that trap. So, I'd just say be careful. You know, I appreciate it. You and Brian, we have a lot of fun, but you always, it's its kind of like one of these pastors who's really funny, but then at the end they give, you know, they kind of bring it all back and give you something to apply it to your life, and that's kind of you, Joe. Much like some of the best uh, youth pastors I ever had, uh, you just kind of bring it all back in, and I appreciate what you guys are doing at Central National Bank. And, Joe, you'll be happy to know uh, you were the opening act for – uh, JJ Joe is about to come on legendary Baylor quarterback 
and kind of explain what happened. You know, why Baylor made the choice it's made uh, as uh, Blake Shapin is now the uh, starter for the Baylor Bears. And so big breaking news. Joe, it's always fun. And uh, I, you did so well. I'm going to have to explain it. to. I'm going to have to tell Fonville he is not allowed <laughs> back on next week. Hey, man, that's great. Matt, I appreciate you. And and you're about to get the better Joe now, J.J. Joe. Go get him. <laughs> That's right. No, you are not the lesser Joe. Do not try to – don't try to play For that humble sure. card with me. And I noticed you said something about prank calls earlier. I I, I, I didn't miss that one either. All right, Joe. Uh, See you later. All our, all our best. There he goes. Joe Nesbitt, CEO of Central National Bank. And an extreme sports guy as well. Loves to go run the Cap Rock. Aaron, that's your next thing. I mean, you walk nine miles around Cameron Park or your apartment complex or whatever. Uh, now it's time to go to the Cap Rock Escarpment. Is that an escarpment? Cap Rock State Park. And just go walk around there. I would not take that poor dog with you, though. You do not need to be walking the dog that far. All right, it's, uh, it's Mosley. Uh, the Mosley Show, J.J. Joe, the Baylor legend himself on Baylor's choice of Blake Shapin as the starting quarterback. It's next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight and pretty quiet conditions. Low temperatures fall at around 63 degrees. Tomorrow we start off with mostly cloudy skies, but skies become mostly sunny by the afternoon. 85 degrees the high and a mix of sun and clouds on Friday. Little breezy in the afternoon with a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. John Morris here, telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. You'll put a smile on her face with a Mother's Day gift from Opelousa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond. They've got unique gifts for mom, including a large selection of rustic furniture for the bedroom, living room, and dining rooms, gold and silver jewelry, home decor items, cowskin rugs, and metal signs for inside and outside the home. Ask about their financing options. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball comes from five down to beat Incarnate Word eight to seven. The Bears will host Texas Tech this weekend. Baylor softball beat Stephen F. Austin eight to one. Bears host Iowa State this weekend. MCC has hired former Baylor assistant Bill Brock as the new women's basketball coach. Sophomore Blake Shapin is expected to be named Baylor's starting quarterback, according to reports. Miami beat Atlanta 97-94 to win their series. Memphis beat Minnesota 111 to 109 and Phoenix beat New Orleans 112-97. In the NBA playoffs tonight, the Bulls at the Bucks. Bucks lead that series 3-1, and Denver at Golden State with the Warriors leading their series 3-1. Texas Rangers lost to the Astros 5-1. The Silver Boot Series continues tonight. Astros and Rangers at 7:05, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show Wednesday beautiful Wednesday and a man who's in the Metroplex right now he's probably out he probably went for a walk may have gotten a workout in earlier today it is JJ Joe and on uh, on Saturday he was doing that uh, spring game and JJ do you do you ever uh, do you ever perfect like how to televise and do a uh, do a spring game does it get does it get better and easier every year, or is it always like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to talk about for an hour and a half? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's, you know, spring is actually because you're, you know, you're telling a little bit more about the players and yeah, the actual action. You know, it's, you know, you, you don't have to describe it as much. It's more of a kind of like, hey, talking about the players. But, no, it's never perfected. You're just more of like, you know, uh, having a little fun while you're talking about really next year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, JJ, you, I, you wouldn't reveal to us publicly where you kind of thought this quarterback thing was going to go, but you kind of, I, I kind of always sensed where you were thinking it was going to go, and it sure enough went that direction. And uh, Gary Bohannon, if people didn't realize it, is already in the portal. Reported today by several outlets, including the portal itself. JJ, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? On Twitter, how there's like a, there's like a, there's a portal handle, and you can look at that. But then, of course, it, word started to go around, and um, and I, I would just say before we start breaking this down, JJ, it, it's hard to begrudge anybody. I know times have changed, and sometimes we go, oh, this portal, 
is is the you know is is changed everything and this is a terrible thing but the truth is Gary Bohannon more than anybody has earned the right to do what Gary wants to do and so I uh, I think uh, hopefully the Baylor response to Gary going in the portal is Gary we love you and you were an amazing Baylor Bear and you'll always be a bear you know man I'm I'm 100% with you I mean that's how I feel I mean I feel like you know I'm I'm most time going to be on the player side. I haven't been a former player, you know. Uh, I, I fully understand what Gary's doing. Gary's put his heart and soul into the program. He's probably, you know, Gary's got a great talent, great physical. Talent. He's probably looking next level. I want to play. And after you get a taste of playing, man, you don't want to not play. I guess that's the best way to say that, right? Uh-huh. So, at least start. So, I understand what he's doing. I'm in full support. I mean, he is. He was the quarterback that really guided us to the big 12 championship shape and capped it off and did some heavy lifting as well. So I want what's best for Gary as well as Blake. Uh, so this is not, I hope a Baylor nation really focuses on, Hey, like we had two great talents, great recruiting. And, you know, like, like in any business in any, in, in any competition, sometimes there's a guy who comes out ahead. Sometimes the guys who is a little bit behind and then we have to deal with what comes next. Well, I, you know, interestingly, JJ, I think you recognize this really early on, and part of that is you played the game, and you, I think you've got a great eye for this. And this is not JJ. You know, people say, "Well, JJ's an insider." People say yep. stuff to him. Well, that's not really how JJ operates. I mean, I'm not saying people can't tell you things from time to time, but you're you were doing this from an early standpoint with your own eyes. Uh, and analyzing this thing, and that's what you do on the on the you know uh, ESPN Central Texas, uh, and I, but you had a feel for this thing, and and I just what did you see? I guess to start with, what did you see from Blake, almost right away, which made you think something like this could happen? And I'm talking about Blake winning uh, a a really contested and uh, tough quarterback battle. Yeah, yeah, you know, Matt, and I, I intentionally stay away from coaches and stay away from because I, I don't want people to think, well, hey, what do you think? Dude? What do you know? I, I do not talk to Sean. I mean, I see Sean Bell, you know, talk to him every once in a while, but most time it's about family. Um, I've just had small interactions with Grimes as well as Mateo. So in, in a random just interview, so I, I, I try intentionally to stay away from that so I can just talk from an analyst perspective and kind of as a, a Baylor fan and alum. So. So, so let's start there. The next thing is, uh, in my humble opinion, uh, very early on, you could tell Blake was the more polished, um, uh, let's just say, thrower of the football, passer. Felt more comfortable in the passing game. Um, and you saw it very early. And you could also tell that the coaches, just by the calls, I haven't talked to a coach, by the calls in the game, that they felt more comfortable with how Blake would process in the passing game. Um, and when you see that, um, you immediately recognize that the number one job of a quarterback is to distribute the football, uh, mm-hmm. and to take care of it and to distribute it. That's your job. And to make sure your offense scores, uh, nothing more, nothing less, of course, good decision-making, of course. But if you have a tough time activating or distributing the ball to talent, which coaches recruited at a high level and rule before him, uh, potentially there's somebody in your program that can. Uh, and Gary 
uh, is a fantastic quarterback. He has his strength. Really good with the play action, really good at the move, really good with the deep ball. I hear people saying about his arm strength. He has NFL arm strength. Gary has NFL arm strength. I've, I mentioned that on the air a couple times. But Blake just felt more comfortable, and it was very evident to me when I saw Blake come in in the Kansas State game, fourth and six, they throw a pass, and then the next few play calls are pass, pass, run, pass, pass, pass. And the, the, the actual scheme of the passing game just looked totally different. So that gave me a signal then, and I think throughout the next two or three games that Blake played, it was just kind of verified. All right, uh, and I appreciate that JJ Joe sharing with us kind of you know what he saw in uh, in Blake Shapin early on. Now uh, Blake, for the first time, is given full reins. You know, even starting the spring, it was almost kind of like Gary was the heir apparent, or Gary was the incumbent, and and Shapin was going to have to outplay him. So obviously, I guess he did in the spring for them to make this choice. What does what is Blake and you've been in this deal? You had a quarterback in front of you get hurt, as I recall, uh, and and you stepped in. I mean, Grant was not used to playing quarterbacks as young as you were, and suddenly, nineteen ninety, whenever it is, there you are. I mean, you're right out, or maybe eighty nine. You're right there in the mix. What does Blake need to do almost immediately to kind of you know make sure everybody's okay? Everybody's on the same page because, you know, Gary had a huge voice in that locker room and was widely respected as a great leader and captain on this team. What is it important for Shapin to do now? I think he's already been doing it. Um, You you, you really have to watch sideline activity. One of the big things I watch during a broadcast is how the guy's reacting to this player. Uh, sometimes you have great talent. There's guys who are enormously talented and play a lot, but guys, you know, they do, guys do not galvanize around them or, you know, the, it's not the same fraternity um, with different people on different te- on, on other parts of the team. Uh, so what I did is I watched Blake after Blake. I think he had a couple touchdown pass. I forget which one it was. Um, I watched as a couple of the defensive players came to him. Now, for most people who may or may not know this, typically defense is over there, offense is over here. And it's just really for efficiency's sake, right? Yeah. Uh, and there is some intermingling, some discussing, talking to your friends, but it's different. So when I saw, and I forget who it was, I don't want to call a number, but I think it was either com- after that score or coming back out, maybe even after the break, a couple of defensive players came over to him and they were tapping on the back. You could tell us, hey, good job, keyboard. I could tell that, there's other guys on this squad uh, that feels good about it. Uh, not that they prefer one or the other, but they, they like him. So I think from now on, man, he just has to be Blake and go to work. Uh, Gary was a really, really hard worker. He didn't have to talk about it. He just has to be about it. Um, you're out there. You're in the weight room. You do well in the classroom. Uh, you do, you, 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 you're in the off season now. Um, you're folk, well, preseason, I guess we can call it. You focus on the work. You, make the, you put in the extra time, and that's what you do. And it, trust me, uh, he's good enough and talented enough that everything else will take care of itself. All right. Blake Shapin winning the uh, quarterback job. And uh, this is just interesting to see how it plays right now. And, and I thought it was kind of neat, JJ, that uh, uh, Dave Rand is getting a lot of credit for this. Um, and, and I think deservedly so to make a pre May 1st decision 
because I, I believe that gives, you know, a couple of days here, uh, three or four days before that deadline uh, uh, on the uh, on the transfer portal. And so there's a chance Gary could play somewhere this next season. I'd been thinking about that, and I didn't know the exact rule about that. Does that uh, – what does that say to you in your mind about, uh, about Dave Aranda and how he and, and Grimes and Sean – have handled this. I mean, I, I'm, I'm very proud of him. I, you know, I, I like Coach Randa as a he's a stand-up guy, and you guys don't need me to say that. I think we all know it because a lot of coaches, you know, to protect their depth, would have said, "Hey, I think we need to push this into the fall," and and he wasn't going to do that because I think he believes more in the person than the player. He wants to do right by the person more so than his program. So, uh, I, I love what he did uh, by making that call to give Gary that opportunity to go somewhere or Blake, whoever it would have been to, to move on. So let me say that first. I mean, I really think it's stand up. Um, but I, I think too, that decision pro- making process starts with it's, it's a Sean Bell level and it's going to be at uh, coach Grimes level on who, you know, who they think probably helps to off the team better or more so. Uh, and then of course, coach Aranda has to make that final call. And I'm going to tell you, man, it's, it's really stand up. And I think in the long run, it's just verifying what we know about Coach Rand and how he's going to treat all his players. It's going to help him in recruiting, trust me. It's going to help him a ton. Okay, so going into this season, talking to J.J. Joe, the Baylor legendary quarterback, what is uh, on the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, what is the – you talked about some of the throws he makes and some of what he kind of opens up scheme-wise. Now that you know who the quarterback is, how different – does this offense look this season? Now, it's going to be interesting because they got a uh, kind of a somewhat inexperienced receiving core and the same at running back, but a very experienced O-line. These are going to be interesting dynamics between all these folks. What do you – how different do you think what Grimes uh, does this year will, will look to what they were doing with Gary? Well, no I think we saw it in say like the Oklahoma State game. We saw it in the mm-hmm. Kansas State game. We saw a little bit of it in the Tech game. Yeah. Um, uh, I think what you'll see is you'll see the run game will de-emphasize the quarterback run. Not that coach called a ton of them, but we'll notice the adjustment in the Oklahoma game. They were really forcing us to give the ball and stunting us on the backside, and they would then came back with the run for Gary. And Gary, that really opened up and helped us win the OU game. Gary had a great game. You're going to see less of that. Don't get me wrong. Blake will run some, uh, but they will they will take a little bit of that off his plate. And what they will do is replace it with um, more in the passing game. In the passing game, typically, the scheme was for Gary to have combination routes on the front side uh, and for him to have a check down. Uh, he normally did not go left to right. Every once in a while, he would go left to right or right to left and read the field. But for the most part, he had combination routes on one side, Go from there. He did do some drop back and scan the whole field, so I don't want to say he never did that. He wasn't as comfortable with it, though. Um, now with Blake, Blake uh, is more comfortable with uh, a route scheme where you have routes on the front side, whether that be the left or right, and routes on the back side. And he's willing to be able to take his time, process on the front side, and if it's not there, to move to the back side or to what I call his tertiary receivers or his check down. He's willing to take time and do that. So since he is, and he processes it, 
faster. If you hear my neck, I'm stabbing my finger. Yeah. He processes yeah. it processes it faster. So so I think you'll see more of that. So you won't need as much of the quarterback run. You'll need some. He has to run, but not as much because his willingness to get that ball out, process it, get the ball out, and make an accurate throw uh, is 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 one of his strengths. I mean, I, I like that about him. All right, JJ, I've been looking forward to visiting with you and uh, some great stuff. Um, and uh, I appreciate. It. I I would just uh, I would pay just to hear you use the word tertiary over and over. <laughs> I, I like that. Hey man, hey, I, you know what? I mean, I, you know, we talked about those, but I, you know, I love both of these guys. Yeah, I think you know. I hope Baylor fans do too. Uh, I, you know, I think this was the right call. And for anybody who's been an athlete and you've had to compete for a position, you realize that sometimes, you know, you may not come out on top and you got to make a decision. And, you know, you know, great ups to Gary. He was a big 12 champion quarterback. Uh, he'll go on and do great things. And, and I'm really looking forward to Blake doing them as well. So, hey, man, I'm looking forward to, to 2022. I thought of you, by the way, I've got it. the Fijis are getting together. All right, my old fraternity. We're supposed to get together this weekend. And uh, and the guys said, let's do, let's have a little pregame visit. We got a big uh, Grant McCaslin from UNT is going to be our guest speaker. Grant's a great friend oh, of yeah, mine. Yeah. And so that's going to be really cool. But some of the guys uh, texted me and said, uh, let's meet up at George's beforehand. And I, oh, it my crossed goodness. my mind. It crossed my uh, mind. You got to watch Jay, that George's. It's a good JJ. Place. Yeah, J.J. would not do this. He would not meet up with them. And so I, I may skip that portion of the evening and just show no, no, up for no, the you actual. Jordan, yeah. man, hey, good food, good time. <laughs> but that's how you stayed in good stead. You did not spend a lot of time. Hey, Thursday nights, you know, hey, you know, and when Big Cat and SD and them were at George's, I was doing homework. <laughs> I'd like to go back and talk to some of those co-eds at Baylor and make sure make sure that is accurate, but that's okay. That's a... <laughs> that is accurate, my man. <laughs> All right. Well, great to catch up with you, and uh, I will uh, I'll see you soon. All right, bud. Take care, Mose. You bet. There he goes, J.J. Joe. And you knew he'd be great and uh, just great perspective, and J.J.'s kind of been there and – been part of these things over the years and just has a great eye for it and um and he's also not someone yeah he's just he he will tell it to you like it is and i love having jj on my former classmate from all those many years ago although he was several years ahead of me i should add all right it's uh the matt mosley show it is time aaron sexton has been back in the lab and he's coming up with some campus confidential let's see what he has in store for us next baylor baseball here on the home of the bears espn central texas the bears home this weekend for a three-game series against the texas tech red raiders games friday at 6 30 saturday at 3 and sunday at 1 for baylor and tech Join Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd for Baylor Bear Baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. 
Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Cokie Family Farms provides the ultimate in custom application and fertilizer for all your road crops and pasture needs. They are a distributor of fertilizer for farmland, grain, feed, hay, pasture crops, and vegetation for agricultural and farm supplies, along with growing and raising corn, wheat, and sorghum. Cokie Family Farms is your local contact for LG corn seed and their performing corn hybrids and grain sorghum products. A proud supporter of Crawford High School Athletics, Gokie Family Farms, seven generations strong. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, we'll help you find new opportunities to meet your goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball comes from five down to beat Incarnate Word eight to seven. The Bears will host Texas Tech this weekend. Baylor softball beat Stephen F. Austin eight to one. Bears host Iowa State this weekend. MCC has hired former Baylor assistant Bill Brock as the new women's basketball coach. Sophomore Blake Shapin is expected to be named Baylor's starting quarterback, according to reports. Miami beat Atlanta 97-94 to win their series. Memphis beat Minnesota 111 to 109. And Phoenix beat New Orleans 112 to 97. In the NBA playoffs tonight, the Bulls at the Bucks. Bucks lead that series 3-1, and Denver at Golden State with the Warriors leading their series 3-1. Texas Rangers lost to the Astros 5-1. The Silver Boot Series continues tonight. Astros and Rangers at 7:05, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential. Our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. All right. We appreciate J.J. Joe, the great one, uh, being on with us. It's really good stuff. I know Aaron really appreciated uh, the depth of uh, knowledge that J.J. has at the quarterback position. And you knew he'd be great kind of walking us through all that. Uh, it is now time for Aaron to provide us with the latest. I'm sure he'll be looking inside the portal uh, as he does almost every day. But w- the latest in uh, college football and college basketball, turn it over to Aaron Sexton. 
And we will start with the big story of the day. Blake Shapin set to be named Baylor's starting quarterback with 2021 starter Gary Bohannon entering the transfer portal today. As a redshirt freshman last year, Shapin started two games, including the Bears' 21-16 upset of Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game. In that contest, Shapin set a Big 12 title game record, completing 17 straight passes. He was the number 22 quarterback in the class of 2020. He threw for 596 yards with five touchdowns and no interceptions in six games last year. Bohannon made 12 starts last year and threw for 2,200 yards with 18 touchdowns and seven interceptions. Missed the Big 12 championship game with a right leg injury, but returned to start Baylor's 21-7 win over Ole Miss in the Sugar Bowl. He'll have two, he could have if he wants uh, to play two more seasons, two more seasons of eligibility remaining. Uh, because of the extra year allowed by the NCAA due to the coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I, we just talked about it, and uh, and we'll be talking more about it as the day unfolds. We may have one of the new basketball players for Baylor. There's been quite a few here lately, and fortunately we've been able to track them down. Uh, and, uh, boy, I always appreciate it. I, I love the uh, – I just love the people associated with this program and how much uh, our relationship with them, this uh, Baylor basketball program. But um, I, I feel it, it's a lot of mixed emotions. I, I love Gary, and I'll root for him like crazy. I, I almost tweeted this, Aaron, but I, I decided just to keep it for the, to say it on the radio instead of tweeting it out. But I, I was thinking to myself, I will buy a. Bohan, I'll buy a Gary jersey no matter where he ends up, unless, of course, it's TCU, A&M, or Texas. But anywhere else, I think I would buy a jersey, even like Tech. I, I, just to, I wouldn't wear it. I don't wear jerseys. I think you, once you get into your 40s, I think you probably should maybe leave the jersey at home. But I think I would just have one around the house, a Bohannon jersey wherever he ends up. I just, uh, Aaron, I would eliminate those three schools I mentioned. Am I? Is there any other school I should I should leave out? A and M, and again, I love our listeners from those schools. And um, you know, I mean, my, one of my best friends in the world is an old yell leader from A and M. So I've got great, great friends at all those universities. But I can't, in good conscience, have a TCU jersey, Texas jersey, or a Texas A and M jersey. In my household, you know, <laughs> under under this roof. Even Aaron, is there any other school I should include in this? Mm, no, I think you hit the big three. <laughs> I could probably, the big, you know. <laughs> the big three no-nos. Yes. <laughs> um, like if you went to Rice, I'd be cool with that. I, I wouldn't mind a Rice jersey. Um, Houston. Being around Bay- yeah, Houston, U of H. U of H, I could see Gary. I was trying to think of where... I, the, the thing, and I think I was talking about this to you earlier today, Aaron, is that it's really hard, even a guy as great a character as Gary, it's hard to stand before your team after you've gone through spring and you've had this intense competition and maybe you're going to continue the competition and you go, hey, guys, I want you all to meet Gary Bohannon. You know, it's easier to do it, like, for next season. Oh, excuse me. You know what I mean? Not this coming season. But for the 2023 season, and let him kind of be around the team through a spring. But you know, there's somebody out there that's thinking, "Whoa, whoa, we could really use 
some help at quarterback. <clears throat> and I keep thinking of Texas Tech just because Joey knows him so well. Um, you know, the SEC has different rules in the Big 12. This one-time transfer, and I don't know if it applies to grad transfers, but, like, you can't, you can't um, transfer within the SEC as easily as you can in the Big 12. But anyway, that's for another day. Aaron, what else do you have for us, sir? Stanford women's basketball transferred. Uh, Jana Van, Van Geitenbeek has committed to play for the Baylor women's program. She was a part of the 2021 national championship team at Stanford uh, last year. She averaged about eight minutes and a little under three points uh, per game for Stanford. She had a career-high 18 points in Stanford's 75-69 win over Arizona last January. Coming out of high school, Van Guytenbeek was a five-star recruit and was ranked the 39th best player in the country, according to ESPN Hoop Girls, and 29th by Prospects Nation. She is the all-time leader in assists in high school in the state of Colorado. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. Tremendous... High school player, goes into Stanford, pretty good. You know, gets some play in time that freshman year, that true freshman year, and you think, well, you'd build on that, and it just didn't didn't really happen this year. There just wasn't the playing time. I, I tried to kind of look back through her, uh, what was going on, see if there were any injuries or anything. I did see there were occasionally they she'd play against somebody. She had 18 points in one game. So I, there's certainly some ability there. Uh, you just never know. I mean, maybe they were just stacked at guard. And uh, trying to think her uh, her height and everything. I think I saw if she was 5'7". Aaron, is that right? You may have just said that. But I think I saw she's a 5'7". This is going to be interesting to see because much like, you know, for Kansas State and some of these other teams, they're getting some of these transfers, and the transfers going in there have not put up big numbers. But, like, for Jana... Jenna, uh, I the, the 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 high school numbers were very impressive. So maybe she just needs the right fit, and we shall see. Uh, off to the races, but uh, welcome welcome her in, and then hope to get her on uh, soon. And uh, we uh, we appreciate everything that women's program does over there. Krista Pertle, uh SID for that program, and uh, appreciated all this year. Nikki in her first season. She only did one show on a weekly basis. And, of course, it was our show. Aaron, she may not ever do it again. We may have not impressed her. But I thought that was great that we had her every week and really enjoyed it. But uh, uh, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll catch up. But good, good stuff, Aaron. I wanted, I'm glad you brought that up because I was kind of interested in hearing about this, uh, this player. And we'll see where she goes for this Bears program. I... Aaron, not to every time we bring up Baylor to have to bring up Kim Mulkey because people are like, Mosley, why do you have to talk about Kim Mulkey? I, I try not to do it that often, but I, I, this was interesting. I was uh, talking to Kim recently. Aaron, do you know how many transfers? I, I think I mentioned this to you uh, off air. Uh, so I think you already know the answer to this. So I'll just share this with our people. Um, Mulkey is planning on having six transfers at LSU this year. Now, part of that is when you take over a new program and you got some people graduate and she had some players that uh, went the WNBA draft. She had a couple of players. She brought one player with her from Baylor or a couple of players maybe. You just never know. 
But she had some – She for the longest time, she didn't like doing the transfer thing. And then what started happening at Baylor is Chloe Jackson um, – oh, gosh. Now, now I'm drawing a blank. There's somebody that – Chloe might have been the one uh, – I just I'm trying to think. There were like three or three players in a row who made tremendous impacts for her. So she started to embrace the portal uh, a little bit toward her end of her time at Baylor. And so anyway, Aaron, that's probably enough LSU women's basketball talk. Our audience may get mad and say, "Mosley, stop bringing her up." All right. Not to mention the Baylor athletics program. Uh, Aaron, what else do you have? Texas Tech coach Mark Adams has a new contract. It includes a big pay raise and extends his deal through 2027 after leading the Red Raiders to the Sweet 16 in his first season as head coach. The new contract was announced Tuesday by the school, just a little over a month after Texas Tech finished with a 27-10 record. Adams was the AP Big 12 Coach of the Year. The Red Raiders finished 18-0 at home, were third in the Big 12 regular season standings behind Kansas and Baylor, some of the details from the contract. Compensation will start at $3 million a year, and annual $50,000 increases will take that to $3.2 million by the 2027 year. When, when uh, Adams replaced Chris Beard, he initially got a five-year contract, making a little under $2 million a year. The Lubbock Avalanche Journal reports that Adams will get an additional year added to his contract if the Raiders win or share the Big 12 regular season championship, conference tournament, or make the Sweet 16 of the NCAA. Yeah. He would also earn a $200,000 retention bonus if he remains coach on May 1st, 2023, and every May after that. So a uh, nice contract and yeah. well-deserved for Mark Adams at Texas Tech. Way to go, Mark. My gosh. It really I mean, is a good just, story, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I'm i just saying, like, didn't he just take – Take over the job? I mean, like, he... He, he, <laughs> he showed him enough, I guess. Like, I know. I don't know. I'm still waiting to hear about the Scott Drew extension. I mean, Scott's, Scott's only had the job for how many years now? I mean, let's see, 22 minus... Golly, Scott's, Scott's been around forever. 2004 was his first season, like 18 years. Let's get that Scott contract done. Mark Adams has been the head coach at Texas Tech for, like, one season. And uh, and he's already getting an extension. Um, okay, Aaron. Oh, the, uh, one other tech thing I wanted to add to that. Did you see that news about McCuller? I thought that was really interesting. Kevin McCuller, who's a really good player for Tech, arguably this past year, I would say they're maybe their second best player, second or third best player, is um, is is going to test the NBA waters, but also go into the portal. And that's the same thing that Terrence did. Terrence Williams? Terrence Johnson? Terrence, you know, the, the, the other guy from uh, Texas Tech. And I just find that really interesting. This guy seemed like a hardcore Red Raider, great, you know, just a great fit out there in Lubbock. I don't understand these things, man. I, I mean, it's like Tech's doing great. They had a tremendous season. They had a good run in the tournament. Like, why is Kevin McCuller jumping into the portal i just none of this makes any sense to me so some days i like the portal some days i can't stand the portal if i'm a texas tech red raider today and i'm not i would dislike the portal very much well and i don't have time to get to it right now today but uh i think i saw four texas tech football players enter the portal two offensive linemen a safety and a receiver so i mean there's 
Well, obviously, yeah. with spring games last week and a lot of teams announcing their starters, there's going to be a lot more people in the portal. So, Yeah, but you don't really have to name your starters at these other positions. I mean, Tech is not naming a quarterback unless I missed something over the weekend. No, you're right. So, I don't know. That's really interesting. Tech's quarterbacks. Let's try to see if we can name them. Aaron, our guest is going to do tomorrow, by the way. So we're, we're kind of okay at 5 o'clock. I know we need to get going here in a second. But I was just going to tell you, they have Shuck. They have that young quarterback that played against Baylor, number six. Shuck was hurt. So I just can't remember the guy's name. And then, and then they have uh, Baron. I like that guy's name. Baron Morton. Or, or Morton's, Baron Morton, I think it is, or something like that. Um, and he's kind of a bigger dude, gunslinger type, real good fit at Texas Tech. I say all that to say, I don't know if they really have a quarterback. Like old Gary could go waltzing right on into Lubbock, Texas, and be the starter. And it's just kind of like what uh, J.J. said to us. Really, he's got an NFL-quality arm. I thought, man, I thought J.J. had some really good stuff to say to us. Okay, we're going to get back into, we got a little NFL draft talk, but also some Baylor quarterback news and nuggets. Uh, I'll give kind of my thoughts, and Aaron can weigh in as well, on why the choice was made when it was and what we think about the choice. And I also I have some thoughts on what it says about the offensive coordinator and the quarterback's coach for the Bears. All of that coming up next. Recently on Game Time, Brian Dunleavy from the New York Post. Jason Garrett's offense is a little outdated for today's NFL. It certainly was not what Joe Judge envisioned his offense being. It was an arranged marriage that Jason Garrett's well-respected with the Giants by ownership from his time here as a player. Joe Judge's first choice as an OC was, ironically enough, his successor as head coach, Brian Dayball. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the Gatesville Gun Show April 30th and May 1st. Buy, sell, or trade Saturday 9 to 5 and Sunday 10 to 4. Admission is $7 for adults. Parking is free. For more information, call Charles at 817-929-1816. That's 817-929-1816. And we'll see you at the Gatesville Gun Show Saturday, April 30th and Sunday, May 1st at the Gatesville Civic Center at 301 Veterans Memorial Loop. Refinance your vehicle with Genco and skip payments for 90 days. Rates as low as 1.99% APR for 48 months. Online applications will get an additional 0.1% off their rate and have a chance to win a 0% auto loan. With rates predicted to rise, I can refinance my car loan now and then I'll save big in the months and years to come. Thank you, Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco! The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins 
Hopkins Oil Company. Call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You know what would be weird? You go over to your buddy's house and he invites you into his bedroom and says, Hey, have you seen my bed? And then he proceeds to take all the covers off his bed, looks at you with no shame and asks you, Do you like what you see? Um, awkward. It's the same thing with your truck. A bare bed is an awkward form of truck nudity and it should be stopped. Now, our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it, so Pickup Outfitters has decided to take the initiative. In the month of April, all solid bed covers are 200 $50 off when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. You heard right. $250 off all solid bed covers in April. Folding, rolling, retractable, lid style, all $250 off. It's in celebration of our 25th anniversary, but it's also to help you from being that weird guy who wants to show everyone his bed. $250 off solid bed covers in April when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. We'll check in with somebody, a coach from the USFL coming up at uh, at 520 in um Anxious to see what's going on there. A couple of Baylor players are on the Philly Stars. Aaron, have you watched any of the, you can see it on Fox or NBC on the weekends. Have you committed uh, any time to watching the USFL yet? And did you watch the old USFL? The Because uh, they're obviously using the same uh, mascots and teams and everything. Team names. No, I just... Uh... 
I just can't get excited about spring pro football. I mean, maybe if it sticks around more than one year, but I mean, they just, it seems like they're, you know, they, they have one season and then they're done. So it's kind of hard to get invested. Can you get excited about talking to a USFL coach, though, in, in 15 minutes? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we'll have fun, uh, and uh, we'll do that. I was looking, though, on Twitter a minute ago, which, by the way, Elon Musk now has, and I think the next big thing, according to Mark Cuban, Elon Musk and and Mark Zuckerberg will square off. Meta uh, will, which is now they call Facebook something else, which is just strange because I don't think anybody – thinks of it as that but um it's gonna you know will twitter uh become more like facebook will facebook take over some of the things that twitter does where's instagram gonna go these are the questions that keep some people up at night i'm not really me other things keep me up at night aaron this was kind of uh, exciting to look at oh by the way J- jeff jagosinski the coach of usfl is ready uh, to uh, to join us here in about 15 minutes, so that'll be fun. But, I mean, just the amount of DBs that are being featured uh, heading into the NFL draft. I was just looking at some of the things, you know, talking about that. And, and not just, I think we're thinking about Boogie Barnes because the unbelievable time he ran. JT Woods ran an incredible time as well, a 4-3-6. Uh, Boogie Barnes ran a 4-2-3. But Raleigh Tejada, let's see what he ran. I didn't have his thing here. I think he ran a four four one, and um, and then you go over to uh, Jaron McVeigh, and he's trying to play a little pro ball as well. Now they may end up uh, Jaron or even um, I mean I I kind of think Tejada the way he's wired, he may somehow play his way in the NFL. If he doesn't, I mean like his older brother, he'll find a way into the either the USFL or XFL, it, these guys want to continue to play for a little while. Now, Jaron McVeigh, I mean, I'm sitting here looking at his, uh, it's, uh, both these guys, very, very, you know, highly intelligent players, talking about uh, Tejada and McVeigh. There's McVeigh, four-time Big 12 uh, uh, commissioner's honor roll. And then, of course, he waits his turn, waits his turn, he gets in there, his uh, senior season and makes one of the biggest plays in the history of Baylor football down there at the goal line. Ended up uh, with um, two interceptions and in, in, uh, uh, which was third on the Baylor team, twenty-five tackles, which was ninth on the team. Uh, all these guys are going to be featured as we get ready for the NFL draft. Now, the big news coming out today, and by the way, if you want to respond to this, the CNC Collision text line, or you can always call us. Uh, on this same line I'm about to give you, 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. There were people that were upset with Shapin being chosen over Gary. I think the thought is, what did Gary do wrong? Well, he didn't do anything wrong. Did he spearhead one of the great seasons in Baylor history? Yes, he did. Did he do anything to lose his job? No, not not at all. It's, it's the opposite. Blake Shapin just did enough to take over this thing. And and I think you have to, and I don't know exactly what Dave Randall will have on this point, but you have to take, you can't take, you got to take a macro view of this. 
you can't just think about next season. You do have to think about the future of the program. And if you think Blake Shapin is your quarterback for the next two or three seasons, you gotta you gotta make tough choices. And and also it goes back to what JJ Joe was telling us. Is the playbook expanded and what you can do in the passing game expanded with Blake Shapin? Absolutely. Are you going to be able to run the ball as effectively with your quarterback? Probably not. That doesn't mean Blake Shapin can't get out there and run and scamper around. I mean, I don't think Charlie was thought of as some kind of running quarterback, but he did it. You know, he, he did it effectively when he needed to do it, so it's still in the bag. It just won't happen as much. Again, I, we brought it up yesterday. It wasn't a great sign, probably, that Gary was taking off running in the spring game a lot. Those were not designed runs. People say, well, they, they were calling those. No, no. But Gary does have an NFL arm. Gary has rare leadership traits. I would say he has the type of leadership that it is just extremely uncommon. Now, does Shapin have some of those same traits? I believe so. Shapin has a little of the old, oh, Baker Mayfield, go way back, Bobby Lane. There's some, there's some just bark in him. Like he, he carries himself the day he walked on campus. In his mind, he should have been the starter. Well, that's what you want. That's what you want. There's a, there's a uh, confidence that borders on probably some arrogance. It, that's okay. You need some of that in the quarterback room from time to time. Is Gary more of your your church social guy? Probably so. You know, is Gary going to maybe be more likely to be at the potluck supper? Maybe. But boy, Shapin can flat out get it done. And so they made a uh, they made a decision. I would say that this is an indication that the offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes. And Sean Bell, the quarterback's coach, just have tremendous respect from everyone. I mean, just beyond belief, like what what Dave Aranda thinks of them, and I think a lot of this was left on their plate. You're, you're the ones in the room with them every day. You're the guys working with them. Sean, this is your room. You're running this room. You know, how do you see this thing coming down? And I think it was very, very hard. And I think it probably was incredibly emotional. Can you imagine having to sit down with Gary and tell him, Gary, I'm sorry, we're going to go with Blake? After he waited and waited and waited his turn and, and finally got the chance to take over and he performed beautifully. And they decided to go with a different quarterback. Imagine having to have that conversation. But it, but it's okay. I mean, that's why they get paid a lot of money to make big time decisions, and so they've been entrusted with this, and they have decided Blake Shapin. Now, I'm not one of these people who who comes out and says, "Oh, the fans need just to get behind the Bears," and you should not question this. No, no, you're a fan. You should be able to express yourself any way you want. And in fact, I I like the text line for that. You can do it to us. We may even read it on air if you're fine with it. You can put your name to it. You don't have to put your name to it. 254-662-1660. That's 
662-1660. It is a big deal what Baylor has decided, and Blake Shapin is the future. You know where if, if Blake Shapin had not immediately been considered as a possi- the possibility of him winning the job, they would have had him playing shortstop or pitching or doing whatever. The guy was a heck of a baseball player. The Bears right now, not having a great season, could use him. Steve, Steve Rodriguez would have probably, and again, Baylor's good up the middle with, uh, with Trey and Pineda, but they would have found a spot for him. He would have either been playing, he would have been playing somewhere in the infield or they would have found a way to get him in the outfield. He would be starting on the baseball team right now if he wasn't the starting quarterback. The truth of the matter is, though, as good as he had become, Aaron, Blake Shapin, whatever choice you made, it was very likely the choice you didn't make was going to be in the portal, just like Gary was today. Now, here's the kind of guy Gary is. Gary may wake up in a couple of days and decide he wants to come back. Like, he, Gary loves this university, this program, his teammates. He is the ultimate. He is the consummate teammate. But I think what will happen is somebody is going to have an opening and, and, get, and they're going to bring Gary in to challenge for this season. Now, who might that be? I don't know for sure. I mean, there's, I mean, the, the, it's, it's like, does, does University of North Texas have a hands down easy winner at quarterback right now? I don't think the, I think the answer is no. Like, could Gary go and become the starter at UNT? You bet. Could he do the same thing at a Power Five team? Probably. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I don't. I think if Texas Tech truly had some kind of knockdown, knockout quarterback, they would have named him by now. And and so could could I see Gary going in there and becoming the starter? Could he do the same thing at West Virginia and perhaps Kansas State? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Iowa State just lost their longtime quarterback. They may have another great one. I don't know. But Brock Purdy is no longer their quarterback. So I think there are several different places Gary could go. I wouldn't, I'd hate to have to face Gary, but I think Gary should get to go anywhere he wants to go. That is what he's earned. Um, Aaron, do you, do you, uh, I mean, I, I, I think with the way this thing has gone down, as a longtime Baylor fan, do you, are are you kind of gutted for Gary, or are you more? The, is your feeling today more excitement about what Shapin's going to bring the next few next couple of seasons, or do you have both of those feelings right now? Yeah, no, it's both. I mean, I remember when Gary was being recruited. You know, I mean, he was he was a four star recruit. He was, I think, the top player coming out of Arkansas, and decided to come to Baylor at a time when. You know, top players weren't really coming to Baylor, so um, it's uh, he's meant a ton to the program. So it's sad to see him leave, but I'm excited to see what Blake can do next year. Blake Shapin, starting quarterback for the Baylor Bears, and of course, at some point, Aaron, we got to discuss now who's the backup. Kyron Drones is, um, you know, Nate, he, you would think he's going to be definitely the backup, 
and and then uh, C.J. Rogers uh, from Argyle, Texas, would be after him. What's the what's that situation look like? Do the Bears have some faith? Where how is Kyron Jones developed, and could he come in and play winning football for you, much like what Shapin did when Gary went down? Those and other questions will be addressed in the coming days. Next, we have someone that was almost a a head coach in the NFL, was a great college head coach, and is now a coach in the USFL. That guest is next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight and pretty quiet conditions. Low temperatures fall at around 63 degrees. Tomorrow we start off with mostly cloudy skies, but skies become mostly sunny by the afternoon. 85 degrees the high and a mix of sun and clouds on Friday. Little breezy in the afternoon with a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor, Big 12 softball, this weekend on 101.3 FM. Baylor softball home this weekend, hosting Iowa State at Ketterman Stadium. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at noon for Baylor, Iowa State, Big 12 softball. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball, every game on 101.3 FM. Don't miss the Gatesville Gun Show April 30th and May 1st. Buy, sell, or trade Saturday 9 to 5 and Sunday 10 to 4. Admission is $7 for adults. Parking is free. For more information, call Charles at 817-929-1816. That's 817-929-1816. And we'll see you at the Gatesville Gun Show Saturday, April 30th and Sunday, May 1st at the Gatesville Civic Center at 301 Veterans Memorial Loop. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Mother's Day is just around the corner and it has me thinking. Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? That's Ronnie Weathorn, the foundation doctor. And right now, just like most of us, he's got one very special person on his mind. At the foundation doctor, that's exactly what we strive for. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. We treat your home like it's our mom's in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. 
only at Marineland Voting Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Keep up with Baylor Softball on ESPN Central Texas. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor baseball comes from five down to beat Incarnate Word eight to seven. The Bears will host Texas Tech this weekend. Baylor softball beat Stephen F. Austin eight to one. Bears host Iowa State this weekend. MCC has hired former Baylor assistant Bill Brock as the new women's basketball coach. Sophomore Blake Shapin is expected to be named Baylor's starting quarterback, according to reports. Miami beat Atlanta 97-94 to win their series. Memphis beat Minnesota 111 to 109, and Phoenix beat New Orleans 112 to 97. In the NBA playoffs tonight, the Bulls at the Bucks. Bucks lead that series 3-1, and Denver at Golden State with the Warriors leading their series 3-1. Texas Rangers lost to the Astros 5-1. The Silver Boot Series continues tonight. Astros and Rangers at 7:05, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram at Grand Cherokee, Laredo. Love driving that thing around and appreciate you guys. Appreciate this man. Uh, Jeff Jagosinski has has been around the world and back and uh, has uh, been a college head coach and had a storied career in coaching and now finds himself in the USFL uh, and has a couple of Baylor players, I should add, on the roster. Uh, Jeff, uh, thanks for coming on with us today. Aaron, I'm not hearing Jeff. Hey, Matt, how are you? Uh, oh, there you go. I was uh, just yeah. giving you. No, that's okay. I just, you, you, so you heard my introduction, correct? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't? Okay. Oh, I just went on and on about you. Well, I'll cut straight to the chase. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Jagosinski joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. Jags, they they call him. And, uh, Jeff, I mean, you have been on uh, – you know, I, all coaches have had a lot of stops. You go to the Wikipedia page and you're going to see tons of stops. I would say you have the most interesting out there. You may be one of the most interesting coaches uh, in the country. But let me ask you, how is the uh, how's the USFL treating you? I've been catching some of these games on uh, on TV, and uh, 
you are the O-line coach of the Philly Stars, and you guys have it going a little bit. How, how are you enjoying it? Oh, I'm really in, I'm enjoying it. You know, I tell you what, if you're a coach, it really doesn't matter what level you're on, Matt. It's just a lot of fun uh, to see these guys develop. And the type of guys that we have here in the USFL, a lot of these guys have been in pro camps. And it's kind of like double-A, triple-A baseball, you know, where they're trying to get back up to the NFL. And so it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. It's very, very competitive because we've got um, the whole league got to pick from the same pool of players. So the teams are very, very similar as far as talent-wise. It's it's just like any other league, though. It's a quarterback-driven league. And if you've got a good quarterback, you're going to be very competitive in these things. Did, did you have a favorite back in the day when you were starting up your coaching career that was about the time the USFL was, was maybe ending its time? Um, right, do you remember do you, that? <laughs> I do. I do remember it. I, I have to laugh when I see like the generals, and you start thinking of Donald Trump's involvement. And I, you remember right. Jim Kelly, Herschel Walker. I mean, some of the greatest players um, got their starts in the USFL. So it was uh, it was fairly short period of time, but it was still a great caliber of football, and it was uh, it was really pretty amazing what was going on at that time. Do you? Re- do you recall like uh, what like what your favorite USFL team was at the, at the time? It was, as you it, was kinda... the, it was the New, it was the New Jersey Generals because of <laughs> like they had Herschel Walker on there and they had Doug Flutie as the quarterback and man, I tell you, you no, know, that was kind of like one of the first starts of those like seven figure incomes, you know, or salaries was the USFL. Though they were paying those guys, you know, a bunch of money. And remember Steve Young. Out of the LA Express, he was the $6 million man. (laughs) That was a lot of money back then. (laughs) So it was, was. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing how many great players came out of there. Jim Kelly and, man, a lot of great players. Uh, Like I said, Herschel, and they had, uh, uh, who is that running back from North Carolina? Was it Kelvin Bryant? I think he played for the Stars. Yeah. Yeah, he was, you're right. He was with Philly. I can kind of go back and in my mind picture the Chicago team, and I can almost start thinking about some of those players back then. And it's just funny to think about. Uh, it, but but I think that I think what y'all are doing is great because it's a time of year when people are really missing their football. Of course, you have the draft coming up, but to get to watch right. games, um, it's interesting. I mean, and then having this thing centralized in Birmingham that has to be. I mean, Jeff, do you see? Like all your your competitors, do you see a lot of the other teams or coaches kind of moving around, or, or are y'all all pretty spread out no, in no. terms of where you no, meet no, and no. everything? <laughs> no, you see <laughs> these guys every single day. It's kind of fu- it's kind of funny. I mean, because like everybody, like in the coaching <laughs> profession, everybody knows people that know people, and so you see a lot of a lot of guys that you've coached with before were on different staffs, and but they're all eight teams are staying in Birmingham at the same hotel. So, I mean, there's some, like some logistical challenges, but like there's four teams that practice in the morning. And if you're practicing in the morning, the other teams are meeting and then it flipped in the afternoon. So there's four teams that practice in the afternoon and then four teams that are meeting. We're in the morning. We're in the morning. We practice in the morning and um, we did a, in the spring league too, we were in Houston and San Antonio in 20 and 21. So, you know, we've been in these types, been on the same type of staff, like the same guys. So it's been a lot of fun uh, down here. 
And, and you see my old buddy, uh, Glenn Stretch Smith, who is on y'all's uh, coaching staff, uh, coaching the, the, the coaching the, the t- oh, yeah, I'm sure you're uh, learning some of those phrases that he's had over the years. Not sure where he picked all this up, but I'm sure you've taught him a few things. And uh, unfortunately, he may have taught you a few of these, but he is quite a character and quite an imposing guy. I mean, at uh, at six, seven. Uh, I would right. imagine, you know, those are big tight ends. Uh, Bug, the kid from UNC, uh, that's a big mm-hmm. dude. But still, Glenn right. is uh, looking down at pretty much all those guys. Does he? Does it seem like it's come back to him? You know, he was away from coaching for a little bit. Did he? Did he get his coaching voice and demeanor? Is it all come back to him? Oh, it, it, it was all back. I mean, they're he, they're uh, they're tighter than two coats of paint. I heard that one today. <laughs> um, yeah, he's got more, he's got more one-liners than any guy that I've ever been around, but, uh, you know, Glenn, Glenn's a really good football coach. And I, I think, uh, to be a good football coach, you have to be a good communicator and he is that, and he's very knowledgeable and, and his guys are playing, playing pretty good that the, the bug, uh, it's a weird name, right? But his player bug is, is pretty good player. Done a really good job for us so far. I, I heard y'all running some uh, spread, and uh, and there's not a lot of. I think I think Glenn would would like. Uh, he's used to running the ball a little bit more than you guys have been. Is uh, it? You've coached. You know, been O line coach. Uh, that's your background. You've been offensive coordinator. Is is um, is what you're you're doing? Like, did did you have to make any adjustments, or have you just been coaching long enough that whatever style? The, uh, the 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 OC or the head coach wants to uh, wants right. to do or do you feel pretty comfortable in? No, I feel pretty good. I mean, it's it's just like any other job, Matt. You're you know, you just it's just a different system, and a lot of times it's just changing the language. So, like when you bring a player in, it's like learning a foreign language, you know. And so you just got to teach them, you know, the terminology and and the formations and everything on what the coordinator calls it. But we are a throwing team first, that's for sure. And um, we're an empty, which means there's no backs in the backfield quite a bit of times, probably 35%. And, you know, (laughs) it can get challenging when they start blitzing, you know. (laughs) And uh, we just try to pick up the five guys that are coming. (laughs) Yeah. And then I told my God, that's the quarterbacks. Well, uh, Jeff Jagosinski joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. What about um, you? Got a couple of Baylor players on this roster. It's a Baylor flagship that you're on right now. Burton comes to mind. I mean, that was a fascinating guy because he comes in from UCLA to Baylor, and and you know it was before we were used to the portal. And you're like, wait, is this guy going to sit out a year? Oh, wait, no, this guy's going to start like immediately. Uh, right. You know, after coming in very late in the process, what, what's he been like for you? I mean, what I remember of him is he's a, he's a really, he's got, he's a, he's a long guy and, and, you know, obviously played well for Baylor. We didn't know him for long. What, uh, right, what's he right. been able to do for you? So I, we were, we were having a conversation with him this morning. He, he's six, five, about three ten. And uh, he was playing guard for us. And it's kind of a funny story. When we were drafting, we had him on our draft board and we had picked, there was two players ahead of him and they had like gone off our board. I go, who's the next guy? Who's the next guy? I go, it's, it's Burton. And I said, well, all right, here we go. Taking him. And, and he's been a, just a pleasant surprise and just very, very coachable. And he can play guard and tackle. 
And uh, he's just one of those guys that, that takes coaching. And But I was asking him today, actually, we're sitting on the, on the bench after practice, and his dad was a coach, a high school coach. And he always told him and his brother, goes, you need to be coachable, and it's going to go a long way for you guys. And and he really is. You know, he was out at UCLA for, for those years, and then he had an opportunity to go to Baylor. And he said he loved Baylor. He said that uh, – his op- his opportunity to play there and his experience there was just awesome. And then the other guy that we've we've got is Ahmad Dixon, and Ahmad's playing uh, defense for us, and he did a great job. Uh, he had a pick the last game. He had a pick the last game that uh, that we played. So those guys are showing up. That's for sure. Ahmad must have known we were going to talk about him a little bit, and he was uh, he. I, what I remember about Ahmad, he he was a great player, but my gosh, he would. He loved to hit, and it was almost – it was like he almost kind of – his NFL thing with the Cowboys, I, I I thought they would love how much of a hitter he was, but it was almost kind of like the modern game. I think they were almost scared he was going to take somebody's head off out there. He is uh, – he's not afraid to hit you a little bit. Now, I would think as he's made it to age 30, there's probably been a little more maturity that has added to his game, but I, I think that's – I'm sorry, Matt. You still there? Oh, Coach, I th- Matt. I think we lost Matt. I'm gonna. No, I think I think we did. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but uh, we will try to get him back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Coach, uh, sorry. I I know he was in the middle of a sentence, but uh, talk a little bit about uh, your college career and uh, head coach at Boston College among among your uh, stops. As he mentioned, most coaches have a, quite a long resume. Uh, talk a little bit about your career in college. Oh, I had a, I had a really uh, a great time, great experiences. I've made many stops in, in my career. I was at Northern Illinois, uh, LSU, East Carolina, Boston College, and I got an opportunity to be a head coach at my first head coaching job was at Boston College. I was uh, – uh, coordinator with the Green Bay Packers, and uh, it was a second uh, chance to go back there. I was there in like 90, 97, 98, and then went to the NFL and got a chance to uh, go back to BC as a as a head coach. It was it was a wonderful experience. We uh, we won two ACC championships there, and um, it was just, it was just a lot of fun. It was a, a lot of fun to uh, be a head coach, and Boston was an awesome area to live and recruit that type of player that I had there. I mean, they're really, really smart and they love the game of football. And so, but there's a lot of great experiences with those players. I had a lot of good players. Matt Ryan was my quarterback. So I've always been a pretty good coach when I had good players. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and Jeff, I'm, I'm back with you right now. You and I keep uh, okay. losing each other somehow. We'll blame it on Birmingham. The cell coverage in Birmingham. No, stretch, has... <laughs> stretch, stretch, Stretch is messing with my phone. Get out of here, I, There's Yeah, please make him leave the room if we're going to talk about this. But I, I'm glad I, I came back and you were talking about Boston College. That's a, You had a great run there, and you all won a ton of we games, and, and it was a strange thing. And, and some people remember the story, and, and I guess the uh, it was uh, – so I've been told, by the way, not by Stretch. Somebody mentioned to me, he said, don't bring up the AD, whoever that AD was. So I won't get too well, far into it. But that was an – I know that had to be a, a interesting time in your career because you had a, 
uh, a great opportunity, and and I don't know why they begrudged you at the time, but uh, but yeah, I'm sure I'm sure looking back on it, you've learned a lot of lessons from it, and uh, but that was uh, uh, but but I I would say Boston College fans, they're probably still people are like, how did we let you know how did we let this guy get away? Well, I tell you, Matt, it was really kind of a an, an odd situation, and you know I, I've always felt that like the people around me, I always wanted to if they wanted to advance or go to a, a higher level, I was always the first guy to say, Hey, you know what, you need to, you need to go ahead and explore it. And what can I do to help you get to that point? And I had an opportunity to go interview with the New York jets and um, you know, the, the administration, the athletic administration said that if you go, you know, you, you don't have a job here. And I thought, I just, you know, we just won 20, 20, 21 games here. And we were ranked number two in the country at Boston college. I said, I said, all it is is an interview. It's a conversation. And he goes, well, if you go, you don't have a job here. And, you know, and I tell you what, just looking back at it, Matt, I probably just shouldn't have and probably would have eventually got there anyway. But, um, you know, you make a decision, and then you got to go ahead and live with it and, and just go ahead and move on. But that was that was unfortunate because, I, I mean, I really did love B.C., and mm-hmm. but it was the New York Jets, and there's only 32 of those jobs in the, in the whole world. And um, so – it was odd. It was very, yeah. very, very odd. But well, uh, it's I, unfortunate. It's unfortunate that it happened because I think we would have continued to win there at a at a really high level. In fact, I know we would have. Yeah, we we only had Matt Rule, by the way, for three seasons at Baylor, and after every season, he interviewed with an NFL team, and I think Baylor yeah. took it for the most part as almost a compliment. Hey, people think enough about our guy that they want to talk about him, but you know, hey, sometimes administrators are 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 just uh, yeah, whatever. We don't have to get back into that, but listen, uh, let's do Matt, this. Uh, yeah, I tell you that just one point, uh, just one point on that. Yeah, I've never heard that happen since. You know wow. what I mean? I've never heard yeah. where 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 uh, an athletic administration, as their head coach, has an opportunity to go interview for one of the top jobs in in his profession, and it was just it was really really odd. And like I said, I've never heard that since because it just it it kills your program, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's just unfortunate. It was unfortunate on on many levels. But hey, you know what? Moving forward, Matt. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. It it uh you you have and uh I could see you back in the NFL soon and and doing all kinds of things. But for now, keep having fun with the USFL. I'll keep watching. Those games are on Saturday and Sunday. They're on Fox and and NBC and you get they're called yep. by stretches but uh, good buddy Jason Garrett and so we can uh those are uh, it's been really fun and then uh, uh now the XFL, who knows? There's more opportunities by the way than ever with all these different exactly leagues. Right. So uh, you could coach wherever and have a great time and have a great impact, more importantly, on these uh, on these young guys. But, uh, Jeff, great to have you on. Let's do it again, and, uh, and I'd I'll – I'd love uh, to. I'd love yeah. to. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. There he goes, uh, Jeff Jagosinski, uh, the offensive line coach for the Philly uh, Stars and does a tremendous job, and, uh, and that's, uh, it's been fun watching that. All right. We are now up against it. We've got the dismount coming up where we say goodnight to you. That's next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. 
Everybody, it's time to check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, wins for Baylor baseball and softball, and acrobatics and tumbling looks for championship number seven. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Join us for the Baylor football green and gold spring game. Presented by TFNB, your bank for life, on April 23rd from McLean Stadium. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. May 25th through the 29th, the best teams go to bat on the biggest stage at the Phillips 66 Big 12 Baseball Championship. Join us at Globe Life Fields in Arlington, Texas, and experience college baseball in a climate-controlled environment in one of the major league's premier ballparks while enjoying the surrounding attractions. The Phillips 66 Big 12 Baseball Championship. Tickets on sale now at texasrangers.com slash big 12. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor baseball and softball at home last night. Softball, an 8-1 victory over Stephen F. Austin. They'll next host Iowa State in a three-game Big 12 series this weekend at Getterman Stadium. Baseball found themselves trailing Incarnate Word 7-2 in the middle innings, only to come storming back for an 8-7 win over the Cardinals Baylor Baseball, likewise, hosting a Big 12 series this weekend. It's Texas Tech in town to play the Bears this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling begins competition in the NCATA National Championships tomorrow in Eugene, Oregon. Baylor, the six-time defending NCATA National Champions, and head coach Felicia Mulkey feels like the team is peaking at the right time. Absolutely. We have not peaked yet. We even had some uncharacteristic mistakes at Oregon with some tumbling and things. Um, but I would say our tumbling right now is stronger than it was two weeks ago. And uh, they continue to get better and more solid. So I think we will see a strong showing in that area because that's always our strength. And it's not that it hasn't been our strength this year, but we've had some errors there. And I think we've, we've figured out the combos and tightened some things up in tumbling. So we're right where I would like us to be headed into that first meet. Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey, her team the number one seed and six-time defending national champions, opening against number eight seed Converse tomorrow at 6.30 Central Time in Eugene, Oregon. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. 
Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Johnny Steaks and Barbecue in Salado proudly continues their Lone Star Music Series with John Conley, May 21st. I'm on the back side of 30 and back on my own. Gates open at 6, May 21st for John Conley. I'm just a common man, drive a common van, my dog ain't got a pedigree. Get your tickets for John Connolly online at johnnysteaksandbbq.com. $20 in advance general admission, $25 the day of the show, and $30 reserved lawn chair seating. Reserved picnic table seating is available too. John Conley at Johnny Steaks and Barbecue in Salado, Saturday, May 21st. But these rose-colored glasses. This is ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Jeep Celebration is going on now at Allen Samuels. Come see the newest Grand Cherokee, the new 2022 available in a two-row or a family favorite, the three-row Model L. Jeep re-engineered for the future. The Grand Cherokee is ready for the next great adventure. Are you? Find legendary power and confidence, along with head-turning style, is what Grand Cherokee is. First responders get a $500 discount. Shop AllenSamuelsDCJ.com or come in and see our huge selection of brand-new cars and trucks. Come by. Let's be friends. Whether you own a convenience store or the corner sandwich shop, TNS Financial Solutions of Waco wants to be your ATM and credit card processing partner. They offer state-of-the-art ATMs and credit card processing and boast a combined 20 years of experience in offering top-notch customer service. TNS Financial Solutions equipment has the most up-to-date software and capability needed to keep up with today's fast pace. If you need an ATM for your business, learn more at TNSFinancialSolutions.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor baseball comes from five down to beat Incarnate Word eight to seven. The Bears will host Texas Tech this weekend. Baylor softball beat Stephen F. Austin eight to one. Bears host Iowa State this weekend. MCC has hired former Baylor assistant Bill Brock as the new women's basketball coach. Sophomore Blake Shapin is expected to be named Baylor's starting quarterback, according to reports. Miami beat Atlanta 97-94 to win their series. Memphis beat Minnesota 111 to 109. 
and Phoenix beat New Orleans 112-97. In the NBA playoffs tonight, the Bulls at the Bucks. Bucks lead that series 3-1, and Denver at Golden State with the Warriors leading their series 3-1. Texas Rangers lost to the Astros 5-1. The Silver Boot Series continues tonight. Astros and Rangers at 7:05, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the uh, dismount. We got to get ready to say goodnight to you. And uh, that was fun. Uh, Jeff Jagosinski uh, was on with us, former head coach at Boston College. And uh, yeah, Aaron, you were, we were talking about it. That, uh, that was a fascinating time and story that uh, he was. Uh, one point thought to be the maybe the next head coach of the New York Jets and basically was told if you interview with them you're done I would say Mac Rhodes takes a took an opposite approach with rule and they kind of let him do what he wanted to do it's one of the reasons Mac does not really believe in like huge buyouts because in some w- ways and I think it's true you don't really want to try to handcuff somebody to your job you want them to be there because they want to be there and so to put these enormous buyouts in place um, sometimes is kind of uh, uh, prohibitive and and maybe it's almost like a uh, prenup although some marriages could use some of those Um, it's an interesting process to, to try to get that number right and uh, when you're doing those contracts and everything but uh, Jeff Jagosinski tremendous college head coach and after that happened never uh had another opportunity as a head coach um so kind of wild uh that that happened but he's coached all over the place and is uh, revered as a uh, one of the better offensive line coaches around so hopefully he'll have another nfl chance at some point 58 years old all right everybody have a great evening we will see you tomorrow got some big stuff in store for you Four o'clock sharp. Be there. Good night, everybody. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, we'll check in in Norman, Oklahoma, where the Sooners wrapped up spring drills in a big way this weekend, including a statue unveiling of Baker Mayfield. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Baylor 